Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, a magical place where your host, Heather Danielle, psychic medium, will bring the mystical woo-woo world down to earth in practical ways. Tune in every Monday for your weekly reading and on Wednesdays to hear fascinating conversations with spiritual experts, uplifting stories, and deep dives into the metaphysical world, all to help you tap into the invisible guidance that's all around you. It's time to start living a spiritual AF life. Get cozy. The conversation is starting now. Hey, welcome back to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. Today, we are going to be getting some messages from our spirit guides. Now, this is a deck that I don't use very often because to me, they really remind me of affirmation cards and they don't really have any pictures on them and that kind of thing. They're really pretty, but they just have basically just really quick to the point messages that are from your spirit guides and lately it really just seems like our spirit guides are really around us probably because a lot of us are going through some craziness of learning life you know and learning some of the challenges and we're just going through a whole rigmarole and so maybe that's the reason why that they're really around us and if you want to get their name of your spirit guide and their personal sign I will link one of my previous podcast episodes which is number 114 so 114 is um that one and so you can get their name a little bit of their signs you can just feel a little bit more closer to them okay but for right now the guide that I I am using is guide you know what I'm talking about right the card deck that I'm using is messages from the guides transformation cards by James Van Prague oh my god I had already pulled Monday's card as I was talking right now to you and the card from Monday is live your bliss and I thought that was really amazing but I wanted to see if there was something inside of the guidebook and I literally opened up right to it and it is number 74, which is my son's favorite number. So maybe you have a connection with the number 74 or July 4th. Oh gosh. So let me see what it says. It says, for Monday, it says, the emotion of happiness is like a beacon calling you to follow its light. When you hold this card in your hand, think of the saying, it feels good, do it. The physical reaction that you have when you do something that makes you happy are like signposts from your guides pointing you in the right direction. Whether you are consciously aware of it or not, there are unique lessons to be learned by following your bliss. Think of the sensations of fulfillment and satisfaction as pearls that are strewn before your soul's journey. They lead you to the right direction. Conversely, if something makes you fatigued or bored, that is also a sign that you have ventured into a path that won't ultimately fulfill your soul's blueprint on earth, you will be compelled to various interests or desires. This is because you are coming closer to your soul's nature. Following your dreams is also about letting you express your joy. In doing so, you are in alignment with your personal truth. If this card appears often in your spread, it may be time to examine your priorities. Maybe lessons that you have incarnated to learn to deal with knowing yourself well enough to take chances to follow through on what your soul is telling you, even though it may not seem rational or make sense. Wow, I love this. And even though you might not have this card come up over and over again, maybe you're having that same message come up over and over again. The one that's like, Hey, live your bliss, you know, do what makes you happy and that kind of stuff. And if you think about it too, 
majority, if not all, of like celebrities that we know and stuff, that's what they did, is that they followed something that brought them a lot of joy. Just like Oprah, everybody, it seems like, like Eminem, I don't know why, but he's coming to my mind too. That's what really made him happy. And the most successful people are the people who are the ones that really make a living doing what they love. I don't know why, but Zach Baggins is also coming to my mind because that's what he loves. And I swear to God, I don't know about you, but it seems like there's always Ghost Adventure stuff coming out. Like there's like tons and tons and tons of stuff because he lives his life in it because it's almost like that saying that if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life because it's just addictive because they're addicted to that, um, like how it makes them feel because they love their job and they love what they do. It's not saying that you have to quit everything and just start doing what you love and hopefully the money will come. No, but you can do that in little baby ways throughout your day. And this is what I really want you to talk about on Monday because on Monday, today, when you are listening to this, it seems like there's going to be little breadcrumbs that Spirit is giving you to let you know, like, yes, this is the way to do it. This is really what's going to fulfill your soul. And then the money and everything else will follow. All right, so you have to think about that just a little bit and take one little step. And one little step could be just being like Googling it, going ahead and looking on Etsy for ideas or Pinterest and things like that about, okay, if I could really do what I truly love, number one, what would that be? And if you don't know that answer, that's cool. Start doing stuff and seeing that if you like it, that's what I'm doing. I'm saying, okay, well, do I like doing this? Do I like doing that? You know, is this something that makes me happy? What really makes me happy? And so forth. Okay, so the next one for Tuesday is focus on the positive. Oh my gosh. Okay, just to let you know in case you're interested, it is on page 48. Okay, remember, your brain is hardwired from the get-go, all right, to focus on what it is that you want, what you're looking for. Okay, so that's the first thing. And the second thing is your brain is also hardwired from the factory to go ahead and emphasize on the negative because the negative things back in the day before civilization occurred, that negativity might be some kind of inkling that there's danger near. That maybe, you know, it could be life or death, you know, like situations happening. So that's the reason why that is very easy for us to default to the negative. But we have to try and remain in that positive state. And if we can't, we just have to keep on focusing on the good instead of the bad in little ways, even if it's bad things happening. So for instance, my son is, you know, broke. Okay. He's, he doesn't have a lot of money. And it's so funny because I, I hear him and I feel his energy and his energy is all around. Like he doesn't have enough money. He doesn't have enough money. Money is hard. He has to get some more money. And you know, there's always lots of high bills. And I'm like, Whoa, I was like, you can keep on talking that way. But I was like, if you change it around, and you start changing it from like for one week, I gave him homework. I'm like, for one week, just go ahead and in your mind, think differently. Thinking like, oh, at least I have enough money to pay my bills. I'm so happy that I have money to pay my bills. Oh, I am so happy that I had money for gas. I'm so happy for this. Like, and feel grateful. And you should, this should not be a lie. You should feel grateful that you have enough money to pay your bills. You know, and if you're not, maybe you need to work on that. Okay. Because remember, the universe loves grateful people. And think of us as children of God, if you are, if you will. And Yes, God wants to spoil you, but you also don't want to be a spoiled brat either, right? You want to be able to, you know, say thank you and be grateful for what God is giving you. And that is what you can do is focus on the positive side. Be with the good. Just like when you were a kid and or your kids now, however you want to look at it, you know, whenever you give them a little something and it's not exactly what they want, but they're so grateful for it. 
man, you probably work really hard to get them the rest of what they truly do want. But I tell you what, if they're like, oh, no, I don't like this. Like you might think twice about like going out of your way to get them something that's even better. I remember, and I'm not sure I share, share the story or not, but I wanted to skip it really, really bad. Like, don't you guys remember that? In like the 80s or the 90s, skip it was like it, okay? I would spend like the whole day, like eight or nine hours just doing the freaking skip it. Oh my gosh, it is addicting, by the way. I did it as I got older, like maybe a couple of years ago, and I'm like, oh my God, it's addicting. How in the world I had enough like stamina, if you will, or energy to get through like eight hour shifts on a skip it? I don't know, but I did. But skip it was very expensive in case you don't know. And so, especially to my family, it was like, oh my God, you want to skip it? And so when I went into the store, I was like, yeah, I really want to skip it. And they said, my parents were like, no, like we can't afford it. And so, you know what I said? I said, okay. I said, okay, no problem. And then they were like, hey, do you want anything else? And I was like, not really, but you know, thank you though. Like I was totally cool. I was totally chill. Oh my gosh. My stepfather at the time, Yes, they felt so guilty. They went back into the store with me and they bought me my darn skip it. And I was like, no, 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 no. You guys don't have to get it. I'm totally cool with not having my skip it. Okay. Like 1000%. And I'm not saying that I don't want anything else because I'm trying to be ungrateful. I'm saying I don't want anything else because I literally just don't want anything else but that. So now if you take that same scenario and you apply it to yourself with your spirit guides and with, you know, God, spirit or whatever you want to call it, being like, hey, I am so grateful for everything. A broken skip it, a skip it from the thrift store, no skip it. Like, I am cool, man. I understand there's bigger fish to fry. I, I know that like maybe, you know, you can't do this right now. Like, I totally get it. And then spirit's going to feel that gratefulness and that positivity from you. And then who knows, might even surprise you with something that's even better than a skip it. Okay. <laughs> so I hope that you like that analogy. All right. So now we're moving on to Wednesday's card, which is make each day count. Oh my God, dude, do you not feel the pressure like I do to make every single day count? Like, I really, really do try like every single day being like, am I giving my best? Am I giving my best? Now, before I move on about Wednesday, I want you to try a little thing that I saw. I haven't tried it myself, but I will probably do it next week because it seems like this is our homework that our spirit guides want to give us. And that is every single night before you go to sleep, you know, when you're doing your bathroom routine and before you go to bed, look in the mirror and ask yourself if you did better today than yesterday. If the answer is yes, like you're good to go. If the answer is no, what can you do differently to make that day better or tomorrow better? better? And so what the goal is, is not to have perfect days where you're getting better every single day. Like that's hard. But it's like when you have too many days in a row, when a whole entire week has gone by and all those were no's, like no, I did not do anything to make myself better then that's your kind of your cue. Like, okay, things need to change. And for some reason, a couple of examples are coming to my mind. So I'm going to share them with you. But maybe it would be that you had more patience, that you didn't lose your temper, that you actually, you know, listened more than you talked to somebody and some, that somebody really needed you to listen. Maybe it was because you got all of your chores done and usually you're always getting distracted. Maybe it was like you finally made those doctor's appointments that you're supposed to be making. Maybe it's going to be that you took all of your vitamins. So, so a lot of the things that we think about when it's like, oh, make each day count, we're thinking like we need to like go ahead and climb Mount Everest, you know, or we need to be training for some kind of craziness or we need to be like the Mona, why did I say Mona Lisa? I meant to say Mother Teresa. 
So I'm not sure why that came up. But we don't have to do these monumental things. It's these little baby things every single day that we could do that will make each day count and, in the grand scheme of things, make us a better person. So just in case you want to know, the number is 78. And it says here, make that time, quote, for the spirit world doesn't exist. Remember that time for the spirit world doesn't exist. I have no... Ooh, I have no idea what it's saying. I'm going to keep on going. Everything that has happened is happening now and will happen is occurring at this moment. But because this physical dimension has stars, moons, planets, you have neatly divided these sections of time at your disposal. Each day is a new day, which affords you a brand new outlook and choices to make. Every day is gone forever. You have to never live a yesterday again. Now, with each new day, count the moments and fill each one with compassion. Discover things about yourself you have never had before. Involve your new self in activities such as volunteering or learning to play a musical instrument. Question your beliefs and values, read inspirational poetry, or begin a physical workout regimen. Nurture the people in your lives. Assist them in seeing themselves differently. Always remember that if your spirit is all about expansion and growth, you must give yourself permission to be alive with each new day and not await until life ends. Bam, microphone drop. And just to let you know, like on Wednesday, it's going to be about taking chances. It's going to be about doing something new. It's going to be about saying yes, 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 or saying no to something that makes you unhappy or that you usually would say yes to. It's all about change on Wednesday. Bite the bullet, apply for the job, you know, ask the crazy question. So you need to do that on Wednesday. All right, so now moving on to Thursday, it says ask for guidance and it's number 28 and it says be mindful that you are not on this journey alone. It can seem that way at times, but there are many souls, not only on the earth plane, but in the spiritual realms who have your best interests at heart and are always eager to help. All you have to do is reach out and ask. When moments arise that are difficult and you feel that you need help making the correct choice, assistance is always here. This was the agreement before incarnation, whether you are consciously aware of it or not. There are several ways to contact your guides through contemplation, meditation, prayer, or asking for contact in the dream state. Your connection to the wisdom of your guides is omnipresent. It's your job to find the best way for you to receive it. Guides and other teachers work closely with you, and they understand your physical habits and mental process processes so that they can steer you in the right direction. Besides personal assistance, they also have the ability to influence earthly circumstances for your benefit, okay? There are many beings surrounding you from many realms, such as philosophers, sages, wise men, scholars, and masters who no longer require incarnations in the earth school. Asking for help is not perceived as weakness. In fact, the just opposite is true. It is fully aware of a human who acknowledges and accesses his or her connection to the spiritual realms. Make it a daily practice to ask your guides to go before you on this earthly path and show you the way. I love the saying, and if you loved what I just read, then great, awesome, take it to heart. But to me, it's almost like, it's a little like weird. It's a little bit woohoo to me. It's a little bit too woohoo. So when it says, ask your guides to go before you and show you the way, like WTF does that even mean? Like, I don't even understand what that means. It's like, are you just going to be having like psychic connections and like fortune telling like the whole freaking day? So I think that's really kind of weird. But what I think that the really meaning is to watch out for those coincidences and those synchronicities. And then also just to pay attention to how your path is unfolding, because that could be your spirit guide showing you which path for you to take. Now, 100%, it's always going to be 
well, I'm not going to say 100%, but a lot of times it's going to be the path of least resistance in a way. All right. So this means that if there's like a lot of challenges, there's a lot of trauma, if there's a lot of drama, if there's all that kinds of craziness. Okay. And then a lot of times it's not going to be that way. However, it is going to be going through the trauma challenges and all that stuff. If it's going to make you a better person. If it's almost like it's kind of like it could be like a hill set in your way, like a challenge, like a speed bump. But you have to just kind of recognize too if it's going to make you a better person, if it's going to take you closer to your goal. And so I know that even just applying for jobs that scared me, like it literally I would be crying and everything else. And that's bringing up a whole bunch of drama and challenges and things like that. But do you see how it's how you can almost like bust through the bust through that a little bit and then it's going to lead you to a better place as opposed to staying in the same relationship over and over again with all this trauma do you see how it's like more of like a cycle so it's probably gonna be like more like a cycle that's going to show you like okay you need to change you need to go a different route you need to like fight it and then when you don't fight it is when it's going to be when it's I don't know I think I'm confusing you but <laughs> but anyways watch for the cycles in life get out of the cycles if you're in it okay there you go so all right, so number number five, which is a Friday's card, and it is you are here for a reason. Okay, I love this. Let me see what number it is because I'm kind of curious. Let's see. It's number 104, so that could also be October 4th or January 4th, and it says no soul shows up here on earth arbitrarily. There is a reason and a plan. Never feel as though you do not have a purpose. Nothing is further from the truth. There are a finite number of souls experiencing this earthly plane at the moment, and you are one of them. You are essential. You have a function to serve, not only yourself, but the other beings who have agreed to join you here. There is a divine plan of motion, and you are an integral part of it, not any more or any less than anyone else. The spiritual realms don't attach significance or importance to certain souls all play their part equally the human psyche is drawn to comparisons better than smarter than rich than more powerful than more famous than the guys ask you to respect yourself for the courageous essential and loved member of the spirit that you are this card is a reminder that you no matter your what your earthly circumstances are you have a purpose and you are needed bam microphone drop 100% you are. That's the reason why I didn't like it in the last card too, when it's like, oh, well, they don't have to reincarnate anymore. I don't feel that way. I don't feel that it's like, oh no, I don't have to, I'm, I'm sorry, I already did my time. I don't feel like that's it. I do not feel like that's what it is at all. I feel like tons and zillions of freaking souls and beings want to be where you are right now. You got chosen to be here in this moment in time for a reason. You might be like, Heather, I literally have nothing to offer. I don't have a penny to my name. I don't have any special skills. I have nothing. I don't care. I don't care that you have nothing because guess what? If you think you have nothing, and let's just say, for example, you have nothing, okay? That nothing is needed here. So maybe you are a good listener. Maybe you are just good at being. Maybe you have some freaking patience. You have something that's here that someone needs. And even if that thing is nothing, because some of the greatest people that you feel like don't have anything, that's exactly what somebody else needs. And an example I want to give you is my husband, right? So if you met my husband, which he's kind of crazy, but sometimes you might be like, mm, maybe, maybe, maybe he has nothing. You know, he does have stuff, but I just mean like, Anyways, if it's not him, my husband might be a bad example, but you have somebody that's just like maybe a little bit mundane. They don't talk much. They're shy. You know, they're introverted and stuff. Maybe they don't have a lot going for them, quote, in terms of like what our society says. They're still here 
for a reason because their persona, if you will, or their personality, that is something that somebody else needs and can be used for them to help them better. So like while trying to give us my example of my husband, because you know, some people might think of him as more shy or introverted and stuff like that until you get to know him. But the thing is, I need that person. I need that person that's shy. I need that person that doesn't talk a lot because I talk enough for the both of us. So whatever you have, there's like a balance and it's probably someone else that has that too, or that needs that from you. And I needed my husband to be that way. Because of him, I was able to almost like have a rock, you know, just this just rock to help me climb up a very jagged, crazy staircase. So no matter what, you are here for a reason. I just have to say something too because I feel like somebody's listening that needs to hear this. But it's like whatever you have gone through in your life, you need to share it. And yes, of course, you can share it to the masses on blogs and YouTube videos and stuff like that. If you want to do it, go for it. But even like little things and little I want to say little people, but like the little comments like on Facebook and social media or when you're at the store, those little things can go a long, long way because, you know, even when I was working at CVS, it was like I would have people come in and I would just be my normal self and then come to find out, you know, they just lost both their parents and things like that. And they were just devastated and heartbroken and just me being me went ahead and sued them. But then again, if somebody comes up to me and they're like, oh, I lost this person or I lost that person, whatever, maybe that conversation can really help them out. So that's what I meant by sharing your story, even in casual conversations and things, because you never know what kind of seeds that you're planting. Okay. I love you. I hope you had fun and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. You'll find all the links to resources and more in the show notes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on the incredible episodes that are coming up.